3CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents for another Saturday morning. It is Saturday the 13th. I believe so. All right, let's run with that. The 13th of March, you're listening to Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm Pierre Morrow. And we've got one of our new presenters for 2021. Hi, I'm James Barry. That's right. As um, listeners might... uh, Pierre, did you announce that you're... I did. I did announce in the very first show that... Gleefully um, leaving us at the end of this year. Uh, That's right. After 30 years, though. And so I'd like to tell you all listeners that the barriers have finally fallen for other people to get involved in Asia Pacific Currents, Pierre, who was previously the gatekeeper to the show. Uh, And over the coming weeks, we will slowly introduce the new presenters that are being trained at the moment by 3CR and will slowly join the show over the coming weeks and months. Don't worry, um, James, you'll have to uh, get used to this defamation on air. It happens uh, I think I often. think James is it's quite used to. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right. And, of course, um, uh, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by... That's uh, right. It's brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on the web, all the w's.aawl.org.au. We're on Twitter and Facebook, so look us up on those social media platforms. Uh, we still are able to promote um, news from around the region on those platforms. I don't I actually don't know what's happening with Facebook anymore. You can they they've light, they've lightened up the restrictions yes. on posting news. Yeah, it's sort of gone back to normal, more or less. But we were so insignificant we weren't caught by it anyway. So there you go. You could there there, there was no break in our coverage on Facebook. Um, and of course, um, I was going to say. Actually, I can tell you that we believe that Mini News is going to um, get up and running very soon. I know. Again. I'm too scared to announce it, but it uh, is um, very much looking like um, things are moving in uh, our rejigging of the website. I think we should have a launch. It's been so epic this that's process. Right, that's right. That's right. And um, of course, so who are we going to be? Oh, first of all, we should say thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for another very interesting program. Just before us here 
here on 3CR Radio. And um, Giselle, who do we have on the second half of the program? Yeah, well, I, I actually had the privilege and pleasure of interviewing Rabia Mamadova, who is a feminist and activist. She's also an independent election candidate in the Baku municipal elections in Azerbaijan. Um, I interviewed her about International Women's Day in Azerbaijan. And uh, for those of you who followed what happened, the rally was brutally repressed. There were a bunch of women who were kidnapped and arrested by the police just before the rally. They were beaten and then they weren't released until after the rally was supposed to have ended. So they basically took out the leadership of um, International Women's Day just ahead of the rally. So we speak with Rabia not just about the rally but the general political situation in that sounds, um, Azerbaijan. Great. It's not really a, a region where um, we get much info from really at the, at the uh, um, frontiers of, of Asia. Uh, well, we now go to our mini news. We've got the usual roundup and uh, we start off uh, – once again, unfortunately, with uh, Myanmar, where on Monday of this week, in addition to widespread, widespread protest, many thousands of workers throughout Myanmar staged a one-day strike against the military, though many workplaces have continued to strike throughout this week. The railways were particularly affected and the military resorted to raiding workers' homes to try and break the workers' resolve. This week, at least 10 more protesters were killed by the military and police, while the number of people arrested has now climbed into the thousands. The International Federation of Journalists has put out an international call for solidarity with an increasing number of media outlets being closed down and more journalists being arrested. And for those of you that have been following the Thai democ- the International Thai Democracy and Anti-Military Campaign that AAWL is coordinating, uh, in the most recent meeting of that international group, um, they resolved to extend the campaign to include Myanmar just given, uh, well, the border and also the the similarities and natural solidarity links between those two movements. But moving now to the Philippines, where death squads continue unimpeded in that country. Last Sunday, a combined police and military operation carried out a series of raids in the Calabarzon region in central Philippines that resulted in the shooting dead of nine people. While the government claims that these people were all armed insurgents who put up armed resistance, the reality is that all these people were labour rights, fishing community, housing and Indigenous rights activists. Unfortunately, this is only the latest massacre of activists in the Philippines, with death squads having killed tens of thousands of people in the last three and a half years. Only a couple of days earlier, President Duterte publicly declared open season on communists by ordering military and police forces to finish off and kill all communist rebels in the country. Just outrageous. Dutetra then added that his security forces should forget about human rights. I'm not too sure they've got a very good memory about it in the first place. Uh, Mm. Yes, it's it's really um, quite horrific. Um, James. Moving now to Iran, where scores have been killed in the southeastern province of Sistan, Baluchistan. For many communities living on the Iranian border areas, the smuggling of goods across borders is the only way to survive, especially over the last few years as economic conditions have continued to decline. Reports have now filtered out that on the 22nd and the 23rd of February, February, 
Up to 40 people were shot dead and another 100 injured in the Sistan of Baluchistan province bordering Pakistan, which is one of the most economically deprived uh, provinces of Iran with a high unemployment rate and populated by an ethnic minority, the Baluch people. On the 22nd, the Iran's Revolutionary Guards reportedly used live ammunition on a group of people transporting fuel across the Iranian border with Pakistan, carrying 10 fuel carriers. In subsequent protests condemning these killings in nearby towns the following day, demonstrators were once again met with force, causing many more deaths. This has not been the first time that such incidences have occurred, and just this week a number of people were killed and injured in the northeastern provinces of Iran. And uh, we now move to uh, next door to Iraq, where in, uh, in a new development in the increasing harsh environment for anti-government activists in Iraq, on Wednesday of this week, the father of a missing Iraqi anti-government activist who had waged a public campaign trying to bring to account the militia suspected of abducting him was shot dead. Just Hatab Abud died of gunshot wounds after an unidentified gunman on a motorbike sprayed him with automatic gunfire. Abud had been very public in his search for his son Ali Jazb, who was one of the of a number of activists who vanished at the height of Iraq's mass anti-government demonstrations in October uh, 2019. They, um, these um, uh, protests often accuse government authorities of being complicit uh, in the disappearance of these people. Abu Dest sparked demonstrations in all major Iraqi cities, holding the current government of Mustafa al-Kazemi as responsible for this latest murder. And in Palestine, uh, activists have been sentenced to two years in Israeli prisons. Long-time Palestinian politician and political activist Khalida Jarar was sentenced on the 1st of March to two years imprisonment. Khalida was found guilty of holding a position in a prohibited organisation called the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, one of the founding member organisations of the PLO. Khalida has long been active in support groups for Palestinian prisoners, human rights organisations, as well as being on the committee that successfully lobbied the International Criminal Court to start proceedings against Israel. Khalida has been detained many times before and she's scheduled to be released in October of this year as she was already in jail when the sentence was handed down. There are over 5,000 Palestinians in Israeli jails, many held under repressive administrative orders. That International Criminal Court recognition, though, I think is a double-edged sword because the ICC has also come out to say that now that its jurisdiction includes Palestine, it means it can um, prosecute Israel for crimes against Palestine, but also Palestine for crimes against Israel. In Japan, it has been 10 years since the Fukushima disaster, where a huge tsunami wave generated by a powerful earthquake swept along Japan's northeast coast, killing around 20,000 people and displacing hundreds of thousands more. While most people have rebuilt their lives, for thousands of people around the devastated Fukushima nuclear reactor, the damage continues. Decontamination decontamination work at the destroyed nuclear reactor is still continuing, but high radiation levels persist in the areas surrounding it, preventing thousands of people from returning. Authorities believe that tens of thousands of workers will be needed over the next 30 to 40 years to safely remove the remaining nuclear waste, fuel rods and more than 1 million tonnes of radioactive water that are still on the site. I actually had a, a radio interview um, just a couple of days about about that one and, and basically saying that, uh, yes, there's actually so much radioactive material is they don't know actually where to move it to. Incredible. So it might just have to stay there. 
Anyway, that's the end of the news roundup. Uh, it's just on uh, 11 past uh, 9 o'clock here on Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio. We'll go to a quick announcement, then we'll come back with our uh, interview for the day. We've got a common enemy. The same government that locks up these refugees just behind us here at the Park Hotel is the same government that's going for our rights, trying to attack the very limited gains that casuals have. And so when union activists take up the cause of refugees amongst their fellow workers, it's not an act of charity. It's about building workers' united self-defence mechanism, understanding that we're all part of the same battle. Subscribe to 3CR in 2021. Feed Radical Radio. Subscribe today. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 94198377. 13 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. We're going to go to our interview now with Rabia Mamadova, who is a feminist and activist from Azerbaijan. Um, Rabia doesn't speak English, so there is some interpretation in this interview. And I just really ask listeners for your generosity because the sound quality is not that great, but I think uh, you will be able to get the value from this interview. So here it is. Uh, Rabia Mamadova, feminist. My name is Rabia Mamadova. I'm a feminist social activist and an executive board member at Nida Social Movement. So yesterday was International Women's Day and we saw that there were demonstrations in Azerbaijan that were broken up by the, the police. Can you tell us what happened at the International Women's Day march in Azerbaijan? Azerbaijan'da ümumiyetle insanların toplaşma azattığına sert şekilde müdahil olunur. Yesterday she couldn't get uh, get the place that the demonstration took place. So um, at the red light in taxi, police uh, kidnapped her. And took somewhere else, uh, which is nicknamed Hatayi. Um, it's a, a place in Azerbaijan. And they, um, they abused her. There, uh, she has that in the police machine in the back seat. And she has these bruises in her neck. And she has um, um, something that. Um, in, in, in her right ear that she couldn't and she has some uh, disability some, uh, on her throat and she couldn't eat from The police took her and they didn't let her go until the uh, 8th of March ending um, and the other women who was in, uh, who in uh, demonstrations, they, they uh, moved away by force and really real uh, brutality. And they, it, the police didn't let those women to, to do this demonstration. People who are very active in, in this kind of demonstration, police um, 
police followed them uh, even before a day before demonstration, and uh, they took the police take them those people who are very active, and uh, the police don't let them go until this demonstration and these days are over. It sounds like the state finds any demonstration very threatening. Why does the state respond with such repression to demonstrations? Çünkü Azerbaycan hakimiyeti her bir halda belediye dünyaya Azerbaycan hakkında başka görüntü vermek istiyor. Aslında Azerbaycan'da bütün demokrasiyanın Azerbaijan tries to give the whole world vision that it's there's democracy in the country, but she says that I personally think that would be wrong to talk about democracy. There's no democracy in this condition in Azerbaijan. What were the major demands of the IWD rally in Azerbaijan? Bilirsiniz, aslında ben öz adımdan danışabilirim ki bu hakimiyette bir gözlendim koydu. Çünkü biz 8 Mart aksiyası artık 3 ildi. Azerbaycan'da feminist hareket tarafından çetirilir, onların teşkilatıyla çetirilir ve üstüldü her il hükümet ve hükümet. The Bakü City government hasn't given permission for this demonstration though, as well as demonstrations were also not permitted. Like this one was the third one, but marched anyway, but... It looks like the uh, state doesn't want to listen to them. So Azerbaijan has been thrown into the international media in the last six months because of the war with Armenia. But here in Australia, we know very little about the day-to-day realities of the country. So can you tell us, what is the general situation for women in relation to abortion yeah. rights, the right to divorce, the right to control and manage their own money, those kinds of issues? There are several factors more powerful than the laws in Canada. Uh, one of them is dominant mentality or tradition. The tradition um, doesn't recognize women's right to divorce because society's reaction to divorcement is very negative. Um, women don't have freedom to choose to have children or not. The woman should uh, raised to become a mother, a wife to someone. And uh, She's always uh, someone else's honor, someone else. She's always under someone else's ownership. In reality, there are certain laws in these areas that protect the women. 
but the law enforcement institution um, holds the tradition about the law. Uh, of course, all these issues are related from the of women. There are examples of working women who is uh, managing and managing their own money and have their own businesses. But these are very rare and exceptions. And what is the general situation for workers, the right to form unions, the right to organise, to go on strike? What are the labour laws like? And given your answer to the previous question, what are the labour traditions like? The institution regarding workers is not Labour unions exist on paper, but they have no independence at all. Uh, they also support the ruling regime of workers. Um, this is this can't be considered like labor unions. There, there, there can be no discussion about creating any sort of labor union in major factories or or uh, oil, se- oil sector. There are so-called laws such as the labor code and workers' rights. But these exist only on paper. They never applied in practice. Management of those companies have total authority over workers. There exists no institution that protects a worker in regards, regards to social insurance, work accidents, or workers' rights. Government uh, is also not interested in the creation of such institutions. It's, um, the government is very concerned about potential politicization of workers through such institutions. What about for freedom of speech and freedom of the press? Do journalists also experience this repression? As I mentioned in theory, all freedoms are ensured in the country. However, we see the exact opposite in practice. Freedom of speech exists as long as it doesn't target the ruling regime. You have to criticize the president or the mere public servant to be blacklisted. Um, the, the, the most obvious example is the day imprisonment for Emir Abbaso, a member of the social movement, based on trumped up charges just because he criticized the president in social media. So everyone can experience the same pay. The institution is the same in regards to press freedom. You can criticize anyone as long as it's not ruling regime. Um, only a limited number of opposition institutions and websites under their control can shed objective light on in important issues, uh, only with some limitations. Well, my my next question, I think I already know the answer because you have already answered it, really. But the general state of democracy, honesty and transparency in the public service, 
free and fair elections, a viable political opposition. I, I think you will tell me that the yeah. uh, the um, anything that criticizes the ruling party and the ruling regime will be crushed. But I will give you a chance to answer anyway. I personally think that it would be wrong to talk about democracy. If you have to give it a name, it should be called absolutism because the fact is that certain, certain people are above, above the law and their actions are not regulated by the law. They can do anything they want. It would be laughable to talk about free elections under these circumstances. I can demonstrate enough facts about irregularities in election process. Some independent uh, institutions in the country have prepared reports on these irregularities for international institutions. Uh, however, according to official statement, everything is normal in the country. The elections are also transparent, and the country is the most democratic country in the Caucasus. It would be um, laughable talk about democracy in country that where all resources belong to the ruling regime. So, you want a fake government-connected position? There are many of them. There are lots of them. Well, it is extraordinary that you remain political and an activist in this environment. I am very impressed and honoured to be talking to you given the pressure you are under. Thank you so much. And for the repression experienced on International Women's Day, is there any ongoing campaign? Have all the women who were arrested, have they been released? Is there a campaign to release anyone still detained? All of them who were arrested yesterday in 8th of March, uh, they were released for now. Well, Rabia, thank you so much for your time on the program today. Is there anything you would like to add? End of March is a day of struggle for women. At some point in history, men have and the Women's Day, day of struggle for their rights, a day of chocolate, flower and gift. Uh, time to return this, this day to its roots. I'm call, calling all the world's women to struggle for their rights. Uh, it was very nice to meet you. Thank you for your invitation and good luck. Street CR Community Radio, 855 AM.
28 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. This is Asia Pacific Currents. That interview was Rabea Mamadova and a very big thank you to Esma for the translations as well. That does bring us to the end of another Asia Pacific Currents for this week, this morning. Pierre? Um, that's right, but it's a, it's a very good uh, program, given that we've got James uh, here, one that's of our right. new recruits. How did you get through show number one, James? Uh, I think I did okay, but I'll, I'll hear later, I'm sure. Unscathed. I promise it won't stay that way. That's right. And, uh, and of course, we'll bring a few more recruits, a few more voices. And, of course, it's not just a new voice. There'll be new ideas as well. So that's always exciting. Unlikely, Pierre. For a, for Unlikely. a program. Uh, you'll be the new gatekeeper. I can see that already. <laughs> the mantle. She's already got the head off me. She says, I have to wait until the end of the year. Anyway, it's really time for us to go. Um, thanks for listening to our all listeners. And, of course, you can... Uh, uh, our listeners that listen to this on podcast as well, because now we broadcast globally, really. So that's all for you for for us today. We'll be back next week uh, for another show of Asia Pacific Currents at nine o'clock on your favourite community radio station. If you want to uh, get in touch, get in touch with Australia Asia Workings. Go to our Facebook to our web page. But that's all really from me, Pierre Morrow. That's right. Uh, don't forget, uh, Palestine Remembered is coming up next. I'm Giselle Hanna. I'm James Barry. And uh, we'll be back next week. And don't forget to keep listening to 3CR Radio. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.